You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90. Hi, guys, and thanks for tuning in to episode nine of On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi and Josh. So, Josh, how, how was the weekend for you? How was that game? It was a, it was a diff- definitely an interesting watch. Um, maybe it got a little too close for comfort at some point, but they, they responded well, and, you know, a dub's a dub. Um, shout out to Blake Corum. He kind of saved our butts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, Blake beat Maryland. Let's just be honest <laughs> there, because I think he had every single rushing yard, did he not? Yeah. 243. I, 243. It was unbelievable. Wow. I, think, I think you know, it's crazy how he's like really building like Heisman momentum. When I was kind of just like joking about it at first, and now I'm like, wow, if he keeps on pace with this, like you you said something he kept on pace. He'd have how many in like regular season? He's on pace for over 1,400 yards and 27 touchdowns right now. <laughs> Could you imagine? Who knows if he's going to keep that pace as the competition yeah. increases, but. <laughs> that would be epic his, if he did for sure. <laughs> his performance on Saturday was, holy cow, I couldn't believe it. You know, he was yeah. just automatic. I know. Well, and that was like really the only thing I was feeling super comfortable comfortable about. I know, you know, we kind of said it. It was a little bit closer than I thought. Um, but and to reiterate, we had um, predicted that the halftime would be uh, what was it? Seventeen thirteen. Seventeen. Yeah, we pretty sure we called that on the dot. So <laughs> right, maybe yeah. not as right about the second half. Thought we would pull away a little more, but yeah, me too. Um, but I expected this, you know, finally the cupcake schedule is over. Although, right. however, now Maryland just isn't that good, even though they haven't lost since the last time they lost to Michigan last right. season. Nobody wants they're, to talk about that. <laughs> they're, they're, I think Maryland is, they're a good team. They might make some, they might make some noise this year. Um, Sparty might have their hands full on Saturday. So <laughs> it's, it's there. They got a nice little offense. They got some playmakers out there. So let's go turtles. You know, we, it was closer than usual when we play Maryland, but they de- you can definitely tell they're a very improved program than years yeah. past. Yeah, they really, honestly, they impressed me. Because um, we just kept, you know, I know they let us obviously get 243 rushing yards, but let's, you know, it's Blake Corum. <laughs> right. Not many people can stop him, but just uh, their quarterback is, is good. And I know it's like household name with his brother and whatnot, but he's – he, he, he impressed me a lot. He's quick. You know, I, that's why I think that come Saturday, it might be pretty, uh, although he, he said he might not be, be playing on Saturday, right? I saw some report he, of that. He took a tough hit and he was out for a little bit and came in and finished the game, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. If he, we'll that. see how he's doing. He, he had a, he had a good game though. Um, yeah. I thought we did a good job keeping his arm in check. He only threw for 207. And I think part of that is just how well the DBs played on yeah. the receivers. But, uh, yeah, I was I was really happy with the defense and, and the pressure that he, he was receiving. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, I felt like he had all day to throw. Right. And we just can't be doing that against, you know, these more elite teams that we're about to be facing here. So hopefully that gets cleaned up a little bit. Right. And, yeah, I was just kind of surprised that we didn't get as much pressure against the team that likes to step back and throw the ball a lot. You know, like yeah. we did that great against Colorado State 7-6, but – I know. I'm a little concerned right now. I'm I'm slightly concerned. Um, yeah. It seemed like Ayabioki was the only one really getting consistent pressure, and luckily Harbaugh said he's going to get some more. He just looks like he's going to get some more snaps. I think he was just, he's still learning the playbook, etc. But yeah, he's on. Um, yeah, no, I'm a little concerned too about the pass rush, and I think that 
I mean, what really true tests are we going to have on that again? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, until probably Penn State, you know, so, um, which I guess really is in two weeks. Whoops. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's two weeks from <laughs> Saturday. So that's going to be, that's going to be a big one. And, um, you know, I was, I think I tweeted out, you know, we got some stuff to work on. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like the stuff we saw, like the issues we saw, it, it's fixable. It's, yeah. There's no reason they can't improve on that. And that's why I'm not super, super concerned about just the team as a whole about playing, you know, not their best game against Maryland. It was kind of more of a wake up call, if anything, from mm-hmm. the weaker competition to a stronger Big yeah. Ten level play, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely glad we got this Maryland game in before Iowa. Although the closer Iowa gets, I you know we'll talk about that later. I, I'm feeling a little more at ease, but right. I'm glad that after yeah those three cupcakes, you know we faced a good team, a good program, one that'll probably have seven to eight wins this year, in my opinion. Oh, for sure, um, they're, they're so definitely bull bound minimum. It's gonna so. be a, it's gonna be a, an even better win later in the season. I guarantee that. So, um, you know, but all fixable. Every last bit of it is is just really recognizing things and, right. and 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 wanting to change them. So hopefully, you know they very similar to last year actually, where we kind of ran through our non conference. Then our first game last year was against Rutgers at home, yeah, and we struggled. And now we go to Iowa, just like we went to Wisconsin last year. So it's a very similar situation to last year, and I'm just got to hope it's ends up the same way as it did last year. Yeah. Yeah. And JJ looked a little more down to earth, uh, you know, in that Maryland game too. Uh, you know, I see like on our notes, we have the welcome to the big 10 moment. And it that really, really was. that really was. And yeah. I was kind of just surprised at the amount of overthrows he had because he wasn't, he wasn't doing that. Beautiful passes though. It's like, God, if they were just like, just a little bit shorter, we would have honest been up by four touchdowns at the end of the game. Like, I'm yeah. serious because and, I mean, if he just hits two of those, <laughs> his stats look so much more different. Um, someone said earlier this week 17 for 18 on passes less than 20 yards, mm-hmm. and then one for eight on passes longer than 20. Yeah, like, he's, so he's literally got just, though, you know, just being clean the that up a little bit, which you know he will. You mm-hmm. can tell he's a kid that just wants to get better every week, so. Yeah, that's he'll get better. Is the his like humbleness and and ability to take this criticism and build off of it? I mean, uh, I will say too, I do love how quick he is in the scramble. Like that one right. scramble is pretty crazy. I wish he ran out of bounds there, but those he are needs little to learn how to do that. Like you're our quarterback, you got to stay safe as you can, man, because we can't lose you. You can't be losing you. <laughs> and um, I thought he did a lot better in the second half too than the first. Yeah, half. See, he looked a lot calmer, and I think he had also the blocking improved. And he had a lot more of a clean pocket, mm. you know. And when you give him a clean pocket, he does an excellent job. Yeah. So, but even still, I think what even I think Charles Woodson said this to him. He could use his legs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He's he's got the speed. Yeah, he's very. It, man. Fast. I mean, you just even saw in that scramble. It was like he was just getting away from those guys, no problem. You know. Right. It's not even an issue. So I think, you know, just, I think he even had a play where he could have pulled where he handed it off the lake where he could have pulled and took off. Yeah, so. that hole wide open. It's so far we can all see it so easily from the outside, mm-hmm. but uh hopefully he can just fix that because he does really right. have pretty good vision um overall on the field. There's been a couple times where it's like, ah, oh, he could have made 
a different option or a throw, but you know, it, it's all going to come with experience. That's what all this is. That's you know? all it is. Yep. It's just got... it fourth or what second starting game. Yep. <laughs> He's got the ultimate test this weekend against a very good defense. So I know. this is where we'll really find out a lot about him. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can't stress enough how happy I am that, it, that that's a noon game. <laughs> oh, that's so, so huge. So huge. <laughs> I know. Um, but no, it's just the, the Kinnick Stadium, though, that that really is, it does have a certain juju about it. Because Something I know it. It, it, with, with the night games, and, and really important to know is I know that they have that whole top top five teams go to die. Right. Well, none of those teams that were top five were ever a noon game. So let's hold on to that, guys. All of them mm-hmm. were either 3.30 or the night game. So it's like once it gets dark, you know, and I always say to them, it's over. It's, it's, it really is. So. Yep. Hopefully so, that game's used. <laughs> and I don't think we're playing as good of an Iowa team as years past, but that's mm-hmm. that's still no reason to take them lightly. Yeah, because I like I said, it's, it's they got worse from the Big Ten championship game, and we see what that was, but that was also a neutral field. You know, once you got that, right. home, and if we're gonna do the stripe outs in the stadium, is what I've heard. Uh, you know, we just need to to get there and and be loud and excited about it. So for sure. Um, but how, like, how, how do you think that Michigan should really approach this Iowa game? I see, I think this is unpopular. And I tweeted this earlier this week. I think they should honestly just take a conservative approach. Mm -hmm. Iowa is just a team that feeds off of other teams mistakes. Yes, You know, this isn't me saying don't take any deep shots, take a few deep shots here and there, but just Mm -hmm. don't force anything. Take what the defense gives you. And this is why I think it would be huge to have Donovan Edwards back. I think he can really help in like that short pass game, wheel routes, screens. You know, he's mm-hmm. so elusive out there in the pass game. So that's where I think that's where I think being conservative helps. We have the speed to just throw little screens, little un- under crossing routes, and use that speed and space, as Josh Caddis would say. But. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree though. Um, there's no reason to get fancy against Iowa. There just isn't. You know, you can just play. That's like one thing about playing Iowa is you can just play just good old fashioned football because right. that's what they do. And, you know, like you said, they capitalize on the mistakes and it's like you get too fancy, you lose your footing. They're going to capitalize on that and score. So mm-hmm. uh, then they say their defense <laughs> scored more than the offense so far. They had two last week. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they had two touch- defensive touchdowns last week. So, yeah, right so, there, so that's definitely uh, something to keep in mind from them. And I- I'm totally fine with just keeping it on the ground for the most of the game. I mean, I know it gets frustrating because I want to see more of the playbook, but right. you know, start doing that against teams where you really need it, you know, where, where sure. you really need to tap in and not kind and of. I think, I think Penn State might be the game you'd really truly see us open everything up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iowa, you can, you can run the football. I know they, I don't think they've given up a rushing TD yet this year, but That's I don't think Michigan is going to try their typical power run. You, I think they're going to run a lot of toss plays, counters, get their running backs out in space, you know, hit yeah. the outside, find the edge. Right. Well, that's what I thought too and, and was really hoping to see more is just those sweeps on the outside because a lot of the times you watched in the game last weekend, it was like just running up the middle. And it's like mm-hmm. if it wasn't Blake, it was someone else who just was like, stop. And you're like, mm-hmm. go along that outside. That sweep is there. It's wide open, you know, so – you could tell we were missing Edwards big time because we didn't have much outside of Blake. And 
as much as I'd love to give him the ball 30 times a game, that's not very sustainable and not oh, could, no. could really detri- be detrimental to his health. So, well, yeah, and his draft position and everything would be, yeah, so definitely need Edwards back for this weekend. Yeah. Now, what is the? Have you heard any reports on it? Is it just still kind of questionable, or is it leaning towards? Well, it? JJ said it on a podcast earlier this week when when seven comes back with seven back this week. Uh, I think it was on that on the trenches podcast. So okay. Nice. I, I I think he's more likely than not going to play. But now I'm hearing AJ Henning might not be healthy. You know, we've really just had the we've really had the injury bug this year, and it kind of stinks. <laughs> I am so over injuries between this and my lines. I'm just, it, <laughs> it's been bad this year. I know. So, well, I think, you know, we keep it conservative. Um, it should be, it should be, you know, easy. I think, you know, prediction wise for that, you know, let, let's hold off on those predictions and we'll get to those at the end. Let's kind mm-hmm. of touch base a little bit on yeah. the big 10 here. Um, Rest the big. Yeah. So Ohio state. They're scary good. Yeah. They don't even have their wide receiver one, and they made that look easy against Wisconsin. Like, oh, my gosh. And I think Wisconsin stinks this year. I'm not, you know, I'm not putting too much emphasis on it, but Ohio State's good. I like to tease them that they're not or that they're frauds, mm-hmm. but, you know, let's be honest. They're, they're, they have so much talent. Um, you know, don't know necessarily they're led by the right person to achieve what they can achieve with that talent. Right. But – We'll see, you know, but that that win with Wisconsin uh, was good. They kind of like let them come back there, like at the end a little bit, which was kind of a little bit questionable considering it's kind like of out, you know, prime. Time. I don't know how many backups they had, and I didn't really get to see the full game. But... Yes, I didn't. I didn't see the ending either. But so I'm assuming that's just garbage time. Let's hope. <laughs> but, um, or let's not hope. <laughs> well, I mean, just what stuck out to me is you know Wisconsin is a team I thought would match up well. At least last year they probably would have matched up well. Yeah. And they had seven points entering the fourth quarter. So it looks like that defense is it looks like it has improved. So yeah. Um if we got if we want to beat Ohio State in Columbus, yeah, we got we got some work to do. So for sure. And you know, we always say it's like that's the they get to fine-tune their machine all season, and now that's what we're doing to like right. this refine, review, and 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 win again, you know, back to back. We can do that for sure. But, you know, it's, it's all of a sudden, too, Notre Dame was looking pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess that, that win is a little bit better for Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, they, they, they beat North Carolina pretty easy. So Yeah. I thought that was going to be a close game. And, and you know, Marcus Freeman and Co. really kind of stepped out and said, right. here we are. <laughs> sure. um, so, you know, Michigan being clearly the best team in the state. I don't care who won last year. Right. What is going on with Michigan State? What is? I'm. I was just <laughs> utterly shocked. Like it's thirty-four not even nothing. Fun, like, so fun because they're so bad right now. Like it's not even fun to troll as much. Like, I like mean, okay, you don't look much. bad on the road, or you don't look good on the road, I should say, and you kind of get your butt kicked. You you think you would play with a sense of urgency in front of your home fans to open the conference season, and they just. They didn't even look good on offense, and that's their strength. Mm-hmm. Like seven points, you know. I didn't. I think. I wonder if Tucker's realizing. Okay, I can't just run the give the ball to K nine offense. Honestly, <laughs> you know, he owes him like half of his contract. Let's be honest. Like, because I even and, said last year that if they didn't have Kenneth Walker, what are they winning? Maybe four or five games, right? I mean, 
honestly, they wouldn't have beat us. That's for sure. Oh, no doubt. So it probably, I don't want to how state without Kenneth Walker did. So, yeah. And I don't want to be like this. Oh, Tuck's a bust after four games. No, but season. He's still, he's still got plenty of recruits on the way, but yeah, but he's got to start doing some developing because it's not going to be pretty if he doesn't. Not in that secondary is just oh my bad. god that defense overall is just bad they can't even stop the run either so I just I know I I'm almost appalled I really didn't think that they would be this regressed from last season mm-hmm. I mean I knew Kenneth had you know the type of impact he had and, and how good he was but I just think that they just got worse in many ways that they shouldn't have and Kind of seeing the light that tri- you know transfer portals is something you can always rely on. You know, you gotta- I was and I was skeptical on it going into this season, but you know they picked up these this SEC talent. And it's yeah. I guess there's a reason they weren't starters on their SEC squads. You know, I know so. it's it's not good. It is not good. They got they've got a long road ahead of them. I'm not right. sure you're going to win one game <laughs> until November. To be honest, and now they got to play a good Maryland team. And yeah, I mean, they better hope that the QB is out because that's going to be the only they're, thing. They're seven-point underdogs now, so they're um, they're in for a tough game there. Yeah, and that's at Maryland? Um, yeah. I honestly don't know. I think so. I'll be shocked if they lose back-to-back at home. That'll be really bad. Yeah, that would be bad. And then they play Ohio State, and then, like, and Ohio State was, us. They got Wisconsin, too. Oof. So... Yeah, it does not get any easier. Yeah, I'm actually intrigued to see that Wisconsin game because I want to see what all will happen with that. But, um, you know, with how uh, Michigan State lost to Minnesota, though, too, I don't think it was even necessarily about how bad they were playing, but how good Minnesota is this year. Right. And I am just like, okay, PJ Flex finally getting the, the boat really rowing and not just, you know, spewing things but they look incredible across the board like i'm actually low-key happy we're not playing them in the regular season this year yeah and um (laughs) i know they got a lot of experience on that team ibrahim's been there a while they still have tanner morgan and they were doing this without their wide receiver one yeah i know so yeah i looked at their schedule they got a game at penn state outside of that i think they can beat iowa i think they can beat wisconsin yeah, I mean, and I know a lot of people talked about Purdue running through the West, you know, in the beginning. Of the I, I was high on Purdue, man. Yeah, me too. And nope, it's definitely going to be Minnesota. I don't see any West team beating them. I think it's just going to be a massacre. I think Minnesota is going to be 11 and one mm-hmm. going into the Big Ten title. I bet, I bet they'll be ranked like, in, you know, in the like top eight, top 10. I, I guarantee it. Possible little brown jug matchup in the Big Ten title which would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool oh yeah to win the brown jog in indy would just be unbelievable it kind of surprises me how minnesota hasn't made it to uh, indy yet because they had that one year and they lost late to wisconsin yeah yeah, it's just kind of surprising to me it was mainly because on those years, iowa and wisconsin had at least tough teams and and that was some easy win for them because you know, Iowa and Wisconsin occasionally does have a good squad. Um, just not always good enough to, you know, do damage mm-hmm. in the East. But right. you know, for the most part, I think that Minnesota will be will be coming out the West, no problem. I don't think there's nothing showing me that they're even going to struggle to. I know. So, 
I know. It's like if they can keep this up, oh my gosh, they might even end up beating one of us in the championship, you know? Yeah, we got to chill out a little bit. I know, like calm down. It's us in Ohio State here in <laughs> a little bit of Penn State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting weekend of football overall. I'm excited mm-hmm. for a couple games. We're getting kind of deeper into the season. Um, and, you know, I just really just want to get through this Iowa game. <laughs> I just, just want get to get like, it. Just, just win. I don't care how ugly it is. Iowa's never a game you can win pretty. You can win ugly this game, and I'll be fine with it. Yes. Like, just don't make too many mistakes, you know. Just take care of the ball, control the game. Because, you know, really, even in the Maryland game, we were neck and neck with with, with time timing of possession. We were only, like, right. three minutes longer. You know, right. and we just got to start – you know, controlling the tempo of these games because that's oh, how we're going to sure. do well. Like, we've got to be the ones in control. So, Especially against an I- this teams like Iowa. Because... Yeah, a team that's gonna, just going to beat the shit out of you with their defense, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what do you think the prediction of, is going to be? I still think Michigan's going to win because um, that offense does not know how to score points. <laughs> and we've only committed two turnovers all year. So I think Michigan's going to really emphasize on um, just ball security, not – making mistakes and I think they're gonna win it in like a 24-10 type game yeah I had it a little bit higher at first but like the more we get close to it conservative is just what's gonna be best so I right I'm gonna say 27-10 just so we can get maybe a late field goal from Moody in there or something oh for sure <laughs> but all right well cool uh you know couple away games, you know, coming up here so we won't get to see all of you back until Penn State on the 15th Penn State but it's one. going to be exciting. But all right. Well, any last words for the people, Josh? Let's just uh let's break that Kinnick trend. Yeah. I believe in us to break the trend. We're so. not going to connect to die. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, make sure to follow me on Twitter, go blue lexi117 and Josh UM fan Ogdale and Blue by 90 for all of our Michigan information, news, and everything. So have a great day, guys, and thanks for tuning in. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>